Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Command Partners, the top full-service crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped raise over $70 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by The Gadget Flow, a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. The Gadget Flow is the ultimate buyer's guide for cool luxury gadgets and creative gifts. To learn more, visit thegadgetflow.com. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today, I'm joined by Michael Betua with Gemio. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Roy. Thanks for having me. So this is a special edition for us. It's our 150th episode, and what better a campaign to, to speak about than yours? That's great. Yeah, I'm excited to be talking about it today. So tell our listeners what the Gemio Smart Band is all about. Sure. So Gemio is a wearable device. So it's a wristband that uses light to connect with friends, to express your personal style, and really become part of the show at concerts and parties and festivals. So we call it a social wearable. This social wearable is awesome, Michael. You've got an awesome demo of it on the campaign on Kickstarter that's live right now. We're headed into well into the six figures very soon here. Tell us about where, where this product started and how you began conceptualizing this idea? Sure, Roy. So we, we started about a year and a half ago with an original idea about sort of using technology to bring people together in real life. And we thought there would be an opportunity to, you know, really recreate a friendship bracelet for the Internet of Things. And that's the original idea started with that concept and using, you know, the expression of a friendship bracelet, but the connectivity of technology and combining them to do something really new and interesting. And then it's evolved from there to really to be much more sophisticated than we even originally envisioned. For example, you can completely change the look of your Gemio band using these optical tiles that can be snapped on and off the band. Behind the tiles, there are several LED lights that produce millions of colors and light effects that respond to music and movement and even to the people around you. So it really has taken on a much bigger experience for the customer than just connecting with friends. You can even connect to things you're interested in online and have the bracelet react to that. So we now have been at it about a year and a half. We've launched on Kickstarter Thursday of last week, and we are producing the Gemio bands starting in October for November 2016 delivery. It's a killer product. So, you know, you're two and a half years into the development. What was some of the prep work, you know, leading up to the Kickstarter campaign? Sure. We're actually just under two years. The original idea started two years ago, and then we came together as a co-founding team a year and a half ago, and then things accelerated quickly at that point. And uh, what was the next question? I'm sorry? We're just talking about some of the, the prep work that you guys did as a team leading up to the crowdfunding campaign. Oh, sure. So there was quite a bit of prep work. You know, we did a couple of months ago, we did a little pre-order test on our website to validate some of our assumptions around the business model, what customers are willing to pay for the product, how many tile sets people would buy for every band that they bought from us. 
and we uh, we put up a pre-order test on our site that went really well. We basically got a 4x return on our marketing spend into actual revenue. So that helped uh, clarify a lot of things for our go-forward strategy. That was in November of last year. And then prepping for this month has been a ton of uh, you know, public relations prep, digital marketing prep work, email list building, and really building a community on social that would support us when we launched. And that has so far paid off really well. As you mentioned, we exceeded our goal in 48 hours. Our goal is 50,000. We hit that in 48 hours. And now we're approaching 100,000 about five days later. So what made you decide, you know, one of the questions our listeners always want to know is what, what makes a company like yours and a product like yours choose to launch a product using Kickstarter as a means to launch your company into the world? It's a great question. You know, it's especially for a product like ours, which has mass appeal. It's not a niche product, for example, by one specific, you know, uh, a demographic or a niche technical group, but it's a consumer product. And so Kickstarter just seemed to us like the perfect platform for a broad appeal product that has a great story behind it. It's very visual. It demos beautifully. When you see it light up in response to music or to friends, it's quite stunning. And so we felt, you know, because of the experience and the visuals behind it, there's no better way to do it than on Kickstarter, even better than doing it on our own site because of the reach of Kickstarter and the, uh, the supportive fan base of Kickstarter. Absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more, Michael. How did you decide what features to include? I know you mentioned that you did some pre-campaign testing and lead generation to tr- prove your business model out. Was that where you did some of the feature requests? Talk to the audience about that. Sure. You know, we've been from the beginning, I would say from when we had our first prototype 15 months ago, we started doing user group sessions with, uh, you know, young people in our demographic, our target demographic, everywhere from, you know, 14 to 27 and a mix of, you know, young men and young women. And so a lot of the features that you're seeing right now, for example, the response to music, pairing your bracelets with other friends, changing the tiles to change your design, those were all, you know, the elevated to the top through our user group sessions. And then when we did the pre-order test, it validated that people were willing to pay for those. And we even did a survey after of everyone who bought from us and asked them which were their favorite features. And that was very consistent with what we had seen in our user group sessions. So it's a, you know, this month's campaign with Kickstarter is a year and a half in the making, frankly. Yeah, and some of the best campaigns like this one do take, you know, that long in terms of pre-campaign preparation. It's not something that you can just throw out there on Kickstarter and launch and hope that the masses come. Exactly. Obviously, you guys have built some very noteworthy partnerships. How did you guys go about finding and partnering with some of the organizations you're working with? Sure. Uh, So one of them is uh, an organization called Love is Louder that is run by the actress Brittany Snow in collaboration with uh, a partner of hers, uh, Courtney Knowles. And we we struck up a conversation on social about five months ago and really found quickly that our missions as a company or as organizations were really aligned. Love is Louder is all about, it's a charity organization designed to make people feel more connected in the world as a means for feeling confident and happy. And really, as I mentioned, our original mission behind Gemio was to connect people in new ways using technology. So it just, it just meshed beautifully. And so because of that, Brittany Snow uh, agreed to uh, direct and act in our uh, Kickstarter video that you can see 
on our page and on rollingstone.com. And it just came out beautifully. She just told the story of connection between two people beautifully in this video that I think represents what we've been after as a company. And so we're partnering with them. In fact, one of our first partners on something called Gemio Channels that we're announcing will be featuring Love is Louder and uh, Brittany Snow. Absolutely. No, it's probably one of the best crowdfunding videos that we've had the pleasure of working with, you know, because it truly does tell a story. Yes. So, Michael, what's been one of the biggest surprises so far with the campaign? Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I mean, frankly, the, you know, seeing the super early bird specials get, get scooped up within the first day did surprise me a bit. I know we were going in with a very supportive base of customers who had said they were interested, but they got scooped up pretty quickly. The response to, you know, the group packs of five also has been a little surprising, but it's great, obviously, because the more people, the more friends who have Gemio, the more fun it is. So that's been, that's been great to see. And I would say the pickup by the press uh, on the campaign has exceeded our expectations. As you probably know, it, you know, the press has written a lot about Kickstarter campaigns for years, and it's not easy to get coverage, but we've gotten a lot of press coverage out of it, which surprised me a bit. So. Absolutely. No, we've been uh, working hard on our end, obviously, and you guys on your end. I think we've, we've made this campaign a great success. So we've got a long way to go. But um, yes, what advice would you give to someone hoping to crowdfund their fashion wearable, for instance? I would say number one is build a, a user base well in advance, which is one of the number one recommendations that your team made, Roy, to us, which is to, to start doing the pre-promotion at least you know several weeks in advance and build a user base build your social following so you're not uh, launching into crickets, but you're launching into a, an eager base ready to support you. And I would say that the number one takeaway. And as you say, we've got a long way to go to make it a major success. We're on the right track, but I would say that's the number one thing I'm taking away from this so far. Absolutely. So Michael, this gets us into our rapid fire round of questions. You ready to go? Sure. So what inspired you to become an entrepreneur? The excitement of making a difference in the world with a great product that people love, and that drives us every day and makes this, makes, makes this uh, very rewarding. What's your favorite music festival? Uh, Further Future, which just launched. It's two years old. It was a couple months ago. I loved it. All right. So if you could go again next year to that, what entrepreneur would you go with? That's a good question. I would probably go with the founder of Fitbit because they paved new ground in wearables. And I'd like to learn from his track record and what they've been able to achieve in building a great business. What would be your first question then? My first question was, what are the top three mistakes you'd made that you made that I can avoid? Right. And uh, I mean, that's the biggest thing that mentors can can share with new entrepreneurs is all the mistakes that were made. So you can, and you, of course you'll make plenty as entrepreneurs and we'd, we'd still do, but knowing, uh, you know, somebody who's been through it helps a lot to avoid them. Absolutely. What book is on your nightstand? Oh, right now it's, uh, it's actually the tipping point, which I've read a couple of years ago, but it's very, uh, timely in what we're doing now and really trying to position ourselves to have a tipping point as a company, as a, and as a product strategy. Absolutely. No, very timely indeed. Uh, what would you say your biggest weakness is? Personally or as a company? Personally. 
I worry about everything, uh, even when things are going well. Uh, I, you know, but that goes with the territory of being an entrepreneur. Even if things are going great, I still feel nervous about what's coming next, what we're not attending to, how do we improve the product, etc. And it's a weakness in that you know it requires some discipline to step back from that and just focus on you know the top three priorities at that time, and then worry about the other items later. Yeah, I think this is a trait that we all inherited as entrepreneurs, Michael. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? I'd like to be running a big business at Gemio. And whether we go public or we are independent at that stage, we think we've got a really big market opportunity. The wearables market's expected to be $50 billion by 2019. So we're, what, f- uh, four years away from that? right now. So I'd like to see ourselves as a dominant player in this new category of social wearables. Awesome. Last question on the rapid fire round. What does the future of crowdfunding look like? Oh, it's, it only gets better from here. I mean, obviously, equity-based crowdfunding is, is becoming mainstream, and hopefully the procedural requirements will become easier to do that for startups like us. But even just the reward-based crowdfunding, I think, is going to grow infinitely because it's a great testament to the demand for the product. Absolutely. Michael, you've been awesome. Please give everyone your pitch. Tell us what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should go buy a Gemio. Okay, sure. So Gemios, as I mentioned early on, it's a new kind of wearable that is about expressing your personal style, living in the moment, and connecting with the friends and, and events and artists and even the causes that you care about. And so we've launched this on Kickstarter. You can find out more at gogemio.com, G-O-G-E-M-I-O.com. And uh, please check out our Kickstarter campaign that is closing in about 25 days. Michael, you've been awesome. Listeners, thank you again for tuning in. Make sure to visit Art of the Kickstart for all of the show notes, a full transcript, link to the Gemio campaign and everything we've talked about, as well as a coupon code to list your project on Gadgetflow. Michael, thank you so much for joining us and being one of our clients. Thank you very much, Roy. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. If you've loved this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.